The world's in a really interesting place right now professionally. <clears throat> I think the world of work is going through another change. And I think any advice, perspective, content that we can discuss around change management would be very helpful. So I'll do that. I think anytime you, as a leader of a company, leader of the department, anytime you need to make a decision that inevitably will change the direction of a strategy, change the direction of what folks are comfortable with, change an inevitable process, I think we all need to respect the following steps. And these steps are not steps that I think are foreign or, or confusing to understand. They're relatively simple, but they're steps that are fundamental. They're steps that if you really unpack the, 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 the nuances of them and break them down to their simplest core, there are steps that our, our parents hopefully taught us as we were young, growing up, trying to establish ourselves in small teams and groups and sports and settings and things of that nature, right? So the first step, I think, anytime you're trying to determine and have a conversation about something that will inevitably change, you have to enter the conversation understanding that when is this going to inevitably the decision will be made. And I know that was a little bit weird how I spit that out. So let me spit that out again. You have to enter the conversation knowing when at some point the decision will inevitably be made. So there's not this just overarching, inevitable, we can just continue to go through this process forever. I remember something that was happening internally with my family. And the biggest anxiety point with my wife and I was that we did not know when the end the end of the road would be. There were so many things that were up in the air, so many things that were giving us anxiety where we just needed to really figure out during this change management process what was going to be the end of the change. So you have to try to explain to your employees, explain to yourself, explain to the team when is going to be the end of this road. The next step would then be is before delivering and getting into any solutions, you have to create and understand what is truly going to be What's, what's truly the problem here, right? Like before we start getting into tactics of, okay, I think we should do this to solve this issue. I think we should do that to solve the issue. What is the actual core issue? This is something that happens a lot in, in, in therapeutic counseling with, with couples and, and, and marriages and things of that nature. And like, what is the root of the issue? If you're having a retention problem and you're going through a change management initiative there, if you're completely changing the direction of the strategy of the product, why? What is the core root? Then we all have to get on the same page with that core root, right? Then at the beginning of the conversation, we have to determine the boundaries, right? Who will deem certain things as sensitive? What does a hassle look like? What's something, what's something that we think is going to cause conflict, what inevitable impact are we looking to have with this overall conversation? Like what is going to then again, what's, what's going to be the overall impact, the overall um, kumbaya moment, right? What does 80% of the decision being made and being completed look like? What does 100%, what does 50% look like, right? Then we have to determine, okay, are we going to make decisions at a top-down approach? Are we going to do a flat model, Right? Where everyone inside the team, everyone inside the company has the ability to make decisions to provide to provide perspective. Right. 
or are we just going to have a decision-making model where everyone has a voice, but there's going to be inevitable one or two or three people that inevitably have the final say, right? And what's the cost-benefit analysis of that? Now, I have a lot more to go, but I'm going to pause because you're probably thinking this is a lot. Like you're doing too much. And, and I'm not. I'm not actually, right? I'm not quote unquote doing too much because if you really think about the change that we're going through in America today, the change that may be going on with salaries, the change that may be going on with turnover, the change that may be going over with the the uncomfortable nature of the of the workforce today as it pertains to if folks are gonna even have their jobs or not. The change that's going to go over when it comes to the strategy and the rollout of certain products and initiatives and and, and implementations. Everyone inside a company today probably has a different point of view on how they're going to tackle these problems. So to go through a thoughtful process like this may seem slow, but I promise you it's going to inevitably allow you to be fast on the back end. So bear with me, right? Then you have to go through the conversation to really determine, okay, we're not going to have assumptions here. And you have to give examples of what an assumption would look like, what an opinion looks like, and what a fact will look like. And if we're going to lean heavily into facts or we're going to allow emotions to, to jump into the narrative here. Because I think emotions have to be respected. That's something I've had to work on in my marriage and I still do. Someone's emotions and someone's feelings in, 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 in around a certain situation should not be pushed to the ground. Even if they're coming at it immaturely or aggressively or emotionally, you have to give someone a moment to recalibrate those emotions and, and, and come back to earth. But those emotions are still valid. So what, to what extent are we going to allow emotions to come into this conversation and in in this decision-making, this change management process? And then to what decision are we going to just say, look, objectively, here are the facts and we need to move on, Right? A couple more here. When a decision is made, right, will we accurately represent and support the decision? And what does that even look like as well? Right? So for those that don't agree, how will they, what does it actually look like for them to, to, to support the decision, to get behind the decision? And then to, to wrap it all up, you know, you have to really then sit there and think about, okay, what's going to be the overall new reality, the new agreement, the new, the new, the new normal that we all can get, a, we all can get behind, we all can get excited about. And how are we going to bake in moments where, yet again, even though this is the new reality, people need to vent, people need to share perspective, people need to give insight. This overall breakdown may have seemed, again, quote unquote, doing too much and super complex. But yet, if you really bake out the nuances of it, it's something that I believe every parent taught their children at some point in their life. You have to listen. You have to use, utilize empathy. You have to think strategically. You have to be patient on the front end to move fast on the back end. There's a lot of work to be done. So I think for me, as we go through all these changes here, we have to really understand where these changes come up, why these changes are prevalent, and go through the due diligence of finding a way to empathetically and strategically and tactfully tactfully approach these changes and approach these circumstances. So 
Just a quick little episode. Just want to put this out here because I know there's so much change happening in America today. Follow a few of these steps with your team, with your group. As you go through the process of inevitably enduring these changes. Thank you.